Lecture topic. Preparing for Ramadan. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Ukafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi ladhin astafa. Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Ya ayyuhalladhin amanu kutiba alaykum usiyamu kama kutiba ala alladhin min qablikum la'allakum tattakoon Waqala al-Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ittaqil maharima takun a'badan nas Aw kama qala al-Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Most respected ulamai kiram brothers and elders This ayat of the Quran Sharif is related to Ramadan so it might sound that this is very very early we've barely entered into Shaban and we are already discussing Ramadan but what we plan to discuss in the short time few minutes that we have is what is the essence of Ramadan and nevertheless Ramadan being the month that it is Shaban is the preparation for Ramadan Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to await the month of Ramadan to fast more than any other month apart from in Shaban more than any other month apart from Ramadan apart from Ramadan which is obvious the most amount of fast he would keep was in Shaban as a preparation for Ramadan we have been advised to not fast too much in the second half of Shaban so that we don't become weak perhaps in Ramadan itself but nevertheless this is a very very important time to get the mind, the heart get everything aligned for what is to come the pious predecessors, the Salafus Salihin it is mentioned about them, many they would be anticipating Ramadan six months in advance from six months in advance they would be anticipating, preparing preparing obviously what is the preparation generally nowadays if somebody talks about preparation of Ramadan then they are talking about maybe the savouries that what amount of preparation has been done in terms of the savouries and whatever else the eats and delicacies that is Allah Ta'ala's risk, Allah Ta'ala increases the risk of the mu'min also in the month of Ramadan that is not really the preparation for Ramadan, that is the preparation for the eats of Ramadan. That's a preparation for whatever is going to be consumed. The preparation for Ramadan is what is to be imbibed, what is to be taken deep down into the heart, what is to become part of life. That preparation is the spiritual preparation. That preparation is how to get the heart and mind in line with what is to be taken in the Mubarak month of Ramadan. We are in this month of Shaban and in a short time we will be Allah keep us to witness these Mubarak occasions. This was also the way that Nabi Kareem Wasallam expressed his aspiration in the dua that we are familiar with from the beginning of Rajab. From the time the moon of Rajab used to be sighted, at the sighting of the moon of Rajab, Nabi Kareem Wasallam would recite, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajabi wa Shaban. وَبَلِّغْنَا رَمَضَانَ Upon sighting the moon of Rajab Ya Allah, you grant us barakat in the months of Rajab and Shaban and enable us to reach Ramadan This is such a wonderful month We don't want to lose out on this 
we don't want to miss out on the great blessings of this Mubarak month. So such eagerness and such zeal is being expressed two months in advance to reach the Mubarak month of Ramadan. Allah forbid if that zeal is not built up, sometimes when the month of Ramadan just dawns, then some people feel now a little bit like a burden, a little bit now uneasy. Now I'm going to have to adjust my working hours and I'm going to have to uh, now Tarawih Salah and so many things are not going to be now the normal routine. Whereas that is a time to anticipate more than anything else. To be eagerly awaiting. Because what Allah Ta'ala blesses in the month of Ramadan is very very special. So now how to attain that is what the mind is to be focused towards. Many of the pious people, it is mentioned in the predecessors, they would just totally dedicate themselves to the amal of Ramadan. Even people would close their shops, people would stop the other activities. Not that we are asked to do that, but yes definitely to try and maximize Ramadan. Whatever work will carry on, but to still trim something there to accommodate Ramadan in the best way we can meaning to accommodate the time so that that time could be dedicated to what the month of Ramadan is all about. In any case, what is the essence of Ramadan? The essence of Ramadan is what Allah Ta'ala mentioned in this ayat of the Quran Sharif that this fasting is لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ to acquire taqwa, to acquire the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala. Lama Qurtubi Rahmatullah He describes this taqwa as Building up a relationship with Allah Ta'ala. Building up a relationship with Allah Ta'ala. Now, the word relationship we use often in many, many things, many instances. That person, mashallah, we have a wonderful relationship, business relationship or some family relationship. So now that becomes so special. So now when that person calls, the person is eager to take the call. That person wants some help, for example, he is ready to now leave everything and do what he can because it's such a special relationship. That person invites him, he says, no, I have to attend this place. So many things are all now governed by that relationship. In that same time when he said, today I am very tired, tonight I am going to bed early. But that friend or that person who has that close relationship with him calls, and he says, but now I, you know, I want to discuss something, and, but he's going to come even later, you know, for, for you anytime. So he was planning already to go to bed early because it's a, he's not too feeling too well and whatnot. But now when somebody with a close relationship called, and he's even going to come later than that too, this is for you anytime. Now that's exactly the point that we have to now consider and ponder over. That what is our relationship with Allah Ta'ala? So if you look at the halat throughout the world, what, what kind of conditions are prevailing all over and the intensity with which different conditions are coming up every other day something else, whether it's in our own country, whether elsewhere in the world, and the changing conditions and things which are out of the ordinary. Dunya is a place of challenge. Dunya is not a place that is a bed of roses. It is a place of tests. 
And Allah has declared this test very clearly in the Quran Sharif. With utmost emphasis, we will certainly test you. Allah Ta'ala, keep us with afiyat, that's a dua we, we are to make all the time. Afiyat in our deen, afiyat in our dunya. We are not capable of these tests, we should never ever ask for it. But Allah's declaration is we will test. Allah Ta'ala save us from these tests. But the point is, dunya is a place of challenges. These things happen, this little up and down happens. But the extraordinary events that keep happening sometimes now, at such frequency, this is something that we didn't hear about or witness in our lifetime, or parents perhaps also, maybe even our grandparents, that this frequency, so many things keep happening at such a scale, at such a level. So these changes are a sign. They are a lesson. One very great personality, Shaykh Ul-Hind Hazrat Mahmud Hassan Deobandi Rahmatullah one couplet of his, his inqilabat jaha wa'iz rab hai sunlo. Inqilabat jaha wa'iz rab hai sunlo. Har taghayyur se sada aati hai fafham fafham. There are all these changing conditions in the world and things that really boggles the mind sometimes the scale of destruction in something that happens but these are all signs these all these changes that happen these are wa'iz a rab these are signs from Allah Taala. these are admonishments these are divine advices and every change is calling out fafham understand what's the position here take a lesson Take a lesson, take heed. Every sign is calling out to us. Everything that happens out of the ordinary, in particular, is calling out to us. That consider what's going on and take a lesson, take heed. And these are things to now make us make a change in our lives. That anything and everything that becomes a barrier between us and Allah Ta'ala, these barriers have to be removed and build the relationship with Allah Ta'ala. As we discussed just now, somebody there's a very close relationship, we ready to now just leave everything aside to attend to him. And if he calls at the late part of the night, he says, for you anytime. He says, you, you can put me on speed dial too. So now, the ummah is facing these halat, the question to ask is, what is the relationship ourselves as individuals, our own relationship, as a family, what is our relationship with Allah Ta'ala? And in general, the ummah at large, what is the relationship of the ummah with Allah Ta'ala? So now these relationships count a lot. And now this is what Ramadan is all about, building that relationship. But now when there's a relationship to be built somewhere, the preparation starts long in advance. When our relationship is truly there with Allah Ta'ala, then Allah will answer our call to. Allah Ta'ala is all-knowing, all-seeing, all-powerful. Everything is Allah Ta'ala's Qudrat. Allah's Nizam in dunya. And therefore Allah Ta'ala has in the Quran Sharif knocked on the door of our hearts. أَلَمْ يَأْنِ لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَن تَخْشَعَ قُلُوبُهُمْ لِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَمَا نَزَلَ مِنَ الْحَقِّ Knocking on the door of the hearts. Or the very 
great personality, Fuzail bin Iyaz rahimahullah. His early life was a life very far away from Deen, involved in sin, involved in all kinds of vice. And one night he was now heading in pursuit of whatever his sin was, and now going, crossing, jumping over some fences and trying to get into some place. And at that time he suddenly hears some sound, some voice. So now that voice could have meant anything, maybe somebody has detected him, somebody... So now he needs to ascertain now where this voice is coming from, what is really this voice all about. So now where is he, what is his intention, he is on a mission of sin, he is headed towards haram, towards vice. And in the midst of this, he suddenly hears something, and then he pays attention, and when he pays attention he realizes somebody is reciting Quran Sharif at that late hour of the night, whatever it was and the silence of the night now suddenly those that recitation is coming clearly to him and he can hear the person reciting and the Quran Sharif Allah has placed such effect in it but we have to open our hearts out to receive the effect if our hearts are opened out then it will receive person now is now he has to tune into the right wavelength then he'll get full reception but now if he's not tuned into the wavelength properly he might either make a crackling sound and otherwise there might be no reception at all too. so now when the heart is attuned to what is in the Quran Sharif what Allah Ta'ala has given for us what Nabi Kareem has presented to us then it will receive the barakat of Wahi so in any case he's listening carefully and when he is listening now, the words of the ayat of the Quran Sharif, where the person had come to now was, Alam ya'anililladheena amanu antakhsha'a qulubuhum lidhikrillah Has that time not come? Has the time not come? Time come for who? Alam ya'anililladheena amanu For the believers, people who have iman. Allah is not talking to anybody else. Allah is talking to us, to me, to us. And to every believer, Alam ya'anililladheena amanu an takhsha'a qulubuhum lidhikrillah That their hearts become submissive for the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, the obedience of Allah Ta'ala wa Ta'ala. And وَمَا نَزَلَ مِنَ الْحَقِّ And what Allah has revealed in the Qur'an Sharif, to submit wholeheartedly to it. Has the time not come? Now, this person is on a mission of sin. He's come with an evil intent. He's headed towards haram. But he stopped to listen and this ayat knocked on the door of his heart. But when he knocked on the door of his heart, he responded immediately. Despite being where he was, what he was headed towards. But then he grabbed that moment. There are these special moments that come. Sometimes we refer to them as moments of acceptance, moments of kabuliyat. Allah knows best when it comes, we have no idea. But that special moment, sometimes it's that time when something is knocking on the heart and a person that time latches onto it. And he makes the right move and he responds correctly. That becomes a turning point in his life. He didn't just, okay we'll see now later, some other time. Then he, he let it pass. And Allah knows best whether he'll catch it again. 
So that moment and now this Mubarak time that is on our doorstep, the 15th of Shaban already here, almost, and then the month of Ramadan. These are filled with these moments, provided we are attentive towards it. So in any case now when he heard this, he immediately responded. He responded without any delay. He didn't now postpone it for a later time, procrastinate, because procrastination comes from shaitan. In good things, procrastination to take the right step, to do the right thing, to get closer to Allah Ta'ala, to give up haram, to give up sin. Now sometimes that thought comes in the mind, oh, this is wrong, I must stop this. Say, okay, I must stop it, but now we'll see later. But now that was a procrastination. The Allah Ta'ala, that was his gift, that was his mehman, his guest that came to knock on the heart. That look, take the step. But now, person turned his back to that mehman, Allah knows best where they'll come back. One person came to Hazrat Mawashid Ahmad Gangoi and he said to him that every morning at the time of the Hajjud, I used to feel somebody is pressing my leg and I used to wake up. I used to wake up without any effort. But nobody is there. I used to feel this, but I used to wake up. And when I wake up, nobody is there. And this continued for a long, long time. One night, again I felt this, but that night I was feeling a bit tired. So I felt it. And my eyes opened, I said, okay, just now. And then I just carried on sleeping for a while. And then I slept. I missed my tahajjud. But now ever since, this has stopped happening. Now, alhamdulillah, the tahajjud is still carrying on. But this has stopped happening. This was <clears throat> a very wonderful thing that was happening, but stopped. So he replied to him and he said, that, Latifa-e-Ghaybi Nazuk as wrote in Farsi, in Persian, he said, this divine assistance is a very, very, is a guest with a very delicate temperament. Very nazuk tabiat. It's a very delicate temperament. Very, very sensitive. It's a divine guest. It's a divine help from Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. It's a guest with a very sensitive nature. And the least amount of indifference, it will go away, it won't come back. Now you showed indifference. It was coming as a unseen help to you. And that unseen help was now helping you to now wake up. It woke you up. You ignored it. It went away now. Now, it says no point in coming here. The person is not interested. So that which knocks on the heart, Allah knows best, which is a very special moment sometimes. But at that time, a person now leaves it for later. That later becomes too late. So, he responded, he responded on the spot and he immediately said Bala ya Rabbi qad'an Bala ya Rabbi qad'an Indeed my Rabb the time has come Why not? The time has come He took a U-turn from there and didn't even go on where he was headed to Now on the spot he made a U-turn How many opportunities we get for making U-turns in our life and going back to Allah Ta'ala in so many different aspects of life so many things that we do in day-to-day life, which we know is not in order, we know is wrong. And it, it knocks on the heart sometimes. Say, okay, next time we'll see. So after some time again, Allah's special help comes, it knocks on the heart again. But now, the frequency of those knocks are getting lesser because no, no answer. And then Allah forbid that knock stops. So now the month of Ramadan is all about this response.
He said, Bala ya Rabbi Qad'an. He turned and went back, made sincere Tawbah, and became among the greatest awliya of the time. That today we are sitting here in the house of Allah Ta'ala, and we are taking inspiration from his incident. Where he was headed to, but his response on the spot, when that knocked on his heart, just took him to where he went. So that moment he grabbed it. So now the month of Ramadan comes with these moments. Many, many moments. But because of lack of consciousness, not paying the true attention that we should pay to it, the time comes and passes. And then a person after Ramadan, nothing has changed. Same as before Ramadan. The same things that are carrying on, carries on. Our Shaykh Hazrat Shahaki Makhtasa once gave one incident. Says that they were traveling in Hijaz, in Makkah Mukarrama, and Hazrat Shah Abdul was with. So now they were going somewhere. It was an extremely hot day. Sometimes temperature is in the 40s and so on. It was an extremely hot day. And now they're traveling in this vehicle and it was very hot inside as well. So, Abraham asked the driver, What's the problem? Is this air conditioner not working? So he said, no, it's working fine. Everything is in order. He says, well, if the air conditioner is working fine, how come the car is not cooling down? So he said, I don't know, but maybe he just checked, maybe some window is left open. So it was a biggish vehicle. So right at the back, one window was open. And it wasn't realized. So all the cool air of the air conditioning was now just being lost. Because of the severity of the heat, it wasn't making any difference to the inside of the car. So in any case, they closed the window, and after a short while, it cooled down. So the Ahlullah take a lesson from everything. So it says that immediately turned to the people of the car, and he said to them, look, let's take a lesson from this. Take a lesson from this, that we too, we sometimes have the, the air conditioning of amal continuing. MashaAllah, tilawat is happening, some zikr, tasbihat, some good amal, nawafil, many many aspects are happening, some khidmat of deen, etc. So many good things are taking place, that air conditioning of amal is carrying on. But we have not closed our windows. We didn't close our windows, as a result of which all that, that coolness of the ruhaniyat, that is all getting lost. So we didn't close the windows of the eyes, the ibadat is carrying on also, and then every now and again the eyes look at haram as well. The smart strategy of shaitan through the smartphone of how to trap a person into that evil and sin of getting him engrossed in looking at filth and now the eyes have, the windows of the eyes are still wide open. Person is walking on the street and he's now looking here, there and everywhere, wherever he is. So the eyes, the windows of the eyes are not closed, that's open still. The window of the ears is not closed, that's listening to haram still. The window of the tongue didn't get closed, it's still making rebirth and lying and whatever else. And then all these limbs now, all that ruhaniyat and spiritual energy and that spiritual strength which has been generated by the amal, by the salah, by the fasting, by the tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, all the other good actions, everything is lost. So in terms of ruha, alhamdulillah he kept the fast. Allah Ta'ala will absolve him of the obligation but in terms of that spiritual benefit no way, one person example, 
he phoned his friend, no, I'm leaving, I'm on a journey, make dua, so he, after five hours, his friend asked him, that where are you now, how, how much have you driven now, so he said, no, I've driven 500 kilometers, 500 kilometers, how far you are, where you reached, so he says, no, I'm still in the same block, I'm going round and round the same block, haven't gone anywhere, after 500 kilometers of ibadat also, but in terms of ruhaniyat in the same block still. Why? Because with the ibadat, the sins haven't stopped. The windows of the eyes didn't get closed, the windows of the ears, the heart, everything is still carrying on just like that. So as a result, Ramadan comes, Ramadan goes, but now all this often is due to not having spiritually prepared before Ramadan. Long before Ramadan, sincere toba, a lot of istighfar, giving up all the sins, removing all the barriers that become a barrier in our progress to get closer to Allah Ta'ala and beginning to generate this ruhaniyat already increasing till out of the Quran Sharif and the most important thing with everything else most important thing which Nabi Karim Salaam said to Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an ittaqil maharim takun abadan nas give up sin leave out all sin stay away from every sin you will become the greatest abid you will become the greatest worshipper, the real ibadat of Allah Ta'ala is to forsake whatever Allah has forbidden. So in that comes the faraiz also, that to miss out a faraz, this is haram. To miss out a wajib is makru e tahrime. So it, it encompasses everything, the do's and don'ts all came in this. What has to be done has to be done. And what is out has to stay out. And Allah forbid some mistake, very deep toba, istighfar, with a lot of remorse, a lot of regret. And to come back to Allah Ta'ala, when these signs will be taken, these auspicious moments will be appreciated, then inshallah the ahwal also will be positive for us. Then we will get the load shedding, load shedding is load shedding. But more important than load shedding, to get the solution is sun shedding. The solution is sun shedding. So this is what we have to focus on and this is what we have to prepare our hearts and minds already. That the month of Ramadan is coming, how am I going to conduct myself? What am I going to do to now maximize the benefit of Ramadan? How am I going to try and make sure that no sin comes in the way? Then inshallah we'll see the true benefit of Ramadan and after Ramadan also we'll see that benefit continuing. May Allah give us the tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala make us among those who truly appreciate these Mubarak moments, who prepare for them in the way that we should be preparing for it. Allah Ta'ala make us among His true muttaqeen, muttaqee servants, and those who are truly, whose hearts are filled with the muhabbat of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu. Allahumma la nuhsi thana'an alayk anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله اللهم افتح لنا بالخير واختم لنا بالخير واجعل عواقب أمورنا بالخير بيدك الخير إنك على كل شيء قدير ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين واجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد 
اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واله وصحبه اجمعين الحمد لله